It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for being with us tonight. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Oh, bonsoir. bonsoir. I like this little cap you wear. What does it say on it your cap It says Chicago. Tonight? This is a Kanye cap. It's, oh, yeah, that's right. It's from the Kanye West tour, my hat. I know. I always have to have a hat Fancy. on. I work all day in, with headphones on, and so there's no such thing as cute hair <laughs> <laughs> during the day. By the end of the day, by now, it's it's a lost cause. I don't so. suffer that, that problem. No. And, oh. and then I'll go out in public and... <laughs> And see like other friends or people that I work with that I work with every day, and they're like, I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> I was like, man, I must look like such a schlub at work every day. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I usually look like when I actually take a shower and have time. Um, so, Simon, <laughs> listen, um, I saw this list online yes. that I thought was so great, and Jill and I were talking, our producer off the air about it. Um, it's about some of the creepy things that men do that they don't even know is being creepy when they're talking to a girl, when they're approaching okay. a girl, when they're... Give me uh, an example. Well, I'm going to give you a bunch of examples because some of these were so funny. Yeah. And I want to know if there's anything that girls do with you when they try to speak to you that you might be creeped out. Like, Ugh. Yeah. Okay, good. So there was this whole list on Reddit about guys things that are creepy that they don't even know are creepy so hit us up 855-905-8255 we want to hear your creepyisms when we return <laughs> on the rendezvous thank you for listening to the rendezvous with simon marcel i'm angie taylor mm-hmm. so simon i said i found this list on reddit that i thought was so interesting because i feel like a lot of times when you meet someone for the first time when you just start dating or when you're even approaching a woman yes in a bar at a restaurant whatever on the street that there are things you can do that come off creepy so adam in the studio is like well what does creepy mean it's like okay creepy meaning i feel uh, stranger danger, mm. icky in my stomach, something's not right about you. Right. You could chop me up and put me in a ditch. I don't know who you are, what's going on. That kind of like feeling. Absolutely. That's it, what it is. You have a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling that you're something's not right about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a few things on this list. Uh, when guys come up and give you unsolicited shoulder massages, Man, that is so true. Jill and I both worked with a guy who always, if we were sitting in a chair, would come up and from behind and start giving us a, a shoulder massage. And there's something about it. I didn't ask you to do that. It's like hands too close to my neck. I don't like this whole action. That's a little intimate, right? I totally understand. Okay. Um, this guy says, I, and this used to happen to me when I was a bartender. This guy said, I'm a male. I run a bar with a lot of female bartenders. One of the creepiest things I see constantly that drives me nuts are the guys who will try and stay after we've closed to flirt with the bartender as she's cleaning up and closing. They end up just kind of trying to follow her around while she's ignoring them, trying to get the job done. No bartender likes this. Stop doing it. I used to see that all the time when I was a bartender. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joking about drugging my drinks. Like if a guy buys you a drink and says, I didn't put any pills in it, now I definitely think you put a pill in my drink. No question. Why would you even say that? And then says, I'm not a creeper. I'm not not like a weirdo. I swear. I swear I'm not going to like take you out in your car and, and like, you know, drug you. It's like, okay, now you clearly will be doing that. Like thou doth protest too much. Um, You look so innocent. That's not a compliment. Like, you look so innocent. It's like, uh... Is that creepy or, yes, you, or, or sleazy? That, it's both. Well, sleazy okay. and creepy, kind, you know, it's kind of the creepy, same. you feel like your shoulder, like, ah, like that. Like sleazy, a, you disgusted. Both. Okay. You know, wow. like, it's that is creepy and sleazy. Okay, like, if yeah. you say you look so innocent, it's like, 
that means you want to do really bad things to me. And I don't yeah, know if it's, it's bad in bed or if it's bad, like you're going to be on the news because of what you did to it, me. It's so. a projection means I'm not innocent. Exactly. Look at me coming. Exactly. That's yes. the translation. Look out for me. Yes. That's exactly what I'm coming what after you. Why don't you smile? Oh, I don't But like is that it. creepy? Or it's, just It's stupid. just annoying. Yeah, okay. It's annoying. Okay. And if you're saying it as a way to start flirting, it's super annoying. Like, smiling is a projection of a feeling. If I'm, maybe I'm not happy. Maybe my cat just uh. died today. Maybe I just got fired. Maybe I'm trying to tell you that I don't want you to come talk to me because I can tell from this far away that you're a creeper. That's why I'm not smiling. <laughs> not totally. Um, violating personal space. I always say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have my hula hoop. Don't get inside my hula hoop around me, my imaginary <laughs> hula hoop. You know, there's everybody knows. Arm length. Stay yeah, away. arm length. That's everybody knows how comfortable that is. Every, that's my rule. There are some people that are really close talkers. Like this person says, if you take a step toward me and I step back, that's not an invitation that you should keep stepping and chasing. I'm not <laughs> playing hard to get. I'm actually really uncomfortable. So true. Simon, are there things that women have done that you're like, she's creepy or she, this is weird. I don't like it when they first approach you. Well, to start with, you know, go too close to my face. Yeah, getting it, violating uh, your personal you know, that, space. Uh, I don't like that. And the questions about the money, that's that, that's a turn off right away. Yeah. I mean, I it's an opportunist this, thing right the there. Story, you know, I met a girl, lovely, until she said, Do you have a, a suite at the arena? I said, No. She said, You don't have a suite at the arena? But how much money are you making? How, what would you not have? How much money are you making? Right away. And, so and, rude. And, 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 and I just. I, you know, so that creeped me out. I, you know what I think along those lines? Yeah. Is when you first meet somebody and one of their first questions is, what do you do for a living? I feel like that's a way of somebody sizing you up and oh, yeah. putting you in a category. Like, they're asking what do you do for a living? Not because they're really interested. They don't even know what you do, but I feel like it's a way to categorize you right away. Like, if I were to say I'm a waitress or I'm a lawyer, you're thinking about me maybe two different ways. Like, oh, you have all this money. Or, oh, you, you're, you you know, I don't know, you're just waitressing. You're not doing anything really important or whatever. Totally. Like, and so I think that's, that, that's, that's a creep. And then anything that I found is... Uh, too vulgar. Yeah. You know, right away. Right. So like, the, off the jump. You're, yeah, just, you're so, so, sex right away. It's like, yeah, come on. Or something, you know. You yeah. don't even know me yet. Exactly. I agree with you, Simon. And now we have people on the phone that want to talk about what creeps them out, too. Let's go to the lines. 855-905-8255. When we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we were talking about creepy things that guys do that maybe you guys don't know you're being creepy when you approach women. Right. And I wanted to take some calls, 855-905-8255. We have on the line, she listens mm-hmm. in L.A. on the iHeartRadio app. This is Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hi, Simon. Hi, Angie. Um, I just heard you guys talking about the creepy guys. Uh-huh. And I wanted to let you know that I was in that situation. I actually met a guy from a dating app and we went on our first date and he showed up and he kept saying, you know, sorry, I'm late. Timmy couldn't find anything to wear. Um, you know, Timmy's really tired. And I just in the back of my mind, Wait a minute. Thinking, maybe, he, yeah. maybe he has a son. <laughs> His name is about. Timmy. His name is Timmy, and he kept saying Timmy couldn't find anything to wear. Timmy's really sorry. He's speaking in the third person, Timmy. Yes. Well, his name was Tim to me, so I oh, thought Tim. it was maybe his kid, but oh. turns out it was not. 
He was talking about himself. That's like you, Simon. Like, oh, sorry, Simon is late. Simon had a big day. Simon uh, <laughs> took a long time in the shower today. It, How weird. Sign of schizophrenia. That is schizophrenia. <laughs> schizophrenia. Or just like an egomaniac that thinks, you know, he's this personality, like he's a rock star or something. Everybody knows that we're talking about Timmy. <laughs> so now the, yeah, it's like there's different side of his personality. Right. Yeah. That, wow. that's, that's creepy, Lindsay. I exactly. totally agree. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I assume yeah. that Lindsay didn't go out with Timmy again. Uh, no, there was no second date. I thought no. maybe he was a serial killer or something. <laughs> yeah, Timmy. Timmy's going home alone. And, and Timmy's <laughs> yeah. upset. And Timmy's upset. Oh, well. Thank you so much, Lindsay, yeah. for your call. And also thank you for listening on our iHeartRadio yes. app, okay? Thanks, Lindsay. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We got more calls, 855-905-8255. When we return on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I found that list on Reddit about the creepy things that men yeah. do. Yes. And I can relate to so many of those things I remember from being single <laughs> or even still now. Like, even being married, sometimes you get approached and it's creepy. And uh, we were taking calls on it. So let's go to McAllen, Texas. Uh, this is Aubrey listening on 105.5 and 106.3 in Texas. Hey, Aubrey. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. We are good. So what do you think? I mean, you've been listening to this list in our discussion, creepy things when you're approached. So, what, what's happened to you? Well, I feel like the creepiest thing that happens to me and has happened to me uh, so much recently is when I take an Uber and the driver asks, asks me if I'm going home, like <sighs> insinuating they want to know where I live. Oh, my gosh. I have a oh, friend yeah, who has told me the same thing. Yeah. And I brought that up to my husband once because I take Ubers all the time. I'm yeah. like, what am I supposed to do if the Uber driver says, are you going home? Um, he said, tell them you're always going to work or tell them you're going to your boyfriend's house. <laughs> That's tell, what I say, started saying. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I'm going to my boyfriend's house. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't know who he believes me. He could be stalking just me outside the apartment at this point. Yes. That's, I'd be like, I'm going to my boyfriend's house. He just made sergeant on the police force. I'm so proud of him. I'm, I can't That's wait to celebrate. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I never thought of that. It's a good point. I yeah. mean, that if somebody asks you that, you have to find an answer that protects you. Yes. It's a good point, guys. Always watch your back, Aubrey. But yeah, the the going to the boyfriend's, oh, he's a cop. He's a mean cop, too. Oh, he's a mean cop. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling the rendezvous. Yes, thank you, day, thank you, Aubrey. Awesome, thank you, Simon. When we hey, come back, yes, one. you too, hon. When we come back, we're gonna play our favorite game, date or, or dump. dump. That's next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simonandangie.com is where yes, you can go as well. That is our home. That is our home. When we are not on the radio to find all the uh, podcasts, everything you might have missed from the show, you can also send us an email there anytime uh, for Simon Marcel, bonjour Simon, for advice, date or dump. Date or dump. And also to, because if you want to laugh and have a good time, there's nothing more funny than Angie's movies and remarks and all the social media. What? You crack me up. Uh, if you guys want to have a good time, Go check out Angie's social media. It's a lot of fun. I laugh I, constantly at all the posting. Okay. You're talking about the husband video, right, that Jill took when yes. she was at my if house? Yes, if you haven't seen – don't say anything. <laughs> Just I go, won't. Don't. There was a family feud question that was, if your wife was – if you could describe your wife as any animal when she's mad, which animal would it be? 
And my husband's response was ridiculous. But, but it was funny. The whole thing is funny. It is Go funny. check it out. SimonAndAngie.com. Yes. Thank you, Simon. No, it's fun. I yes. mean, I, I, I my love husband you posting. Is funny. No, he's funny. He's funny, too. He is. All right. So listen, we are going to play our favorite game right now because we have an email for Date or, or Dump. Okay, Simon, this comes to us from Jet. Jet. Jet is a male stripper name. Jet, who listens to us at Mix 106 in Philly. Hey, Philly. Uh, Jet says, hey, guys, I have a problem. My girlfriend never told me that she hooked up with my best friend before we met. Mm. Neither of them told me. And it's been four months we've been dating. I found out through another friend of ours. They both said that if they, you know, they both said they didn't want it to be awkward. And that's why they never said anything, which I get. Mm -hmm. It's kind of shady. Should I date or dump her? Simon, what do you think? Four months, it's his best friend, not just a friend, it's a best friend. So what do you think he should do? Uh, I mean, it's not just the girl's fault because the best friend didn't say anything either. There's nobody at fault. Uh, It's before him. I would say, Jet, follow your heart. If you have great feelings from your heart for this woman, then stay with her. If you want a reason to get out of the relationship, you can use that excuse. It's up to you. Right. If you have, if I was Jet and I really like this girl and I have some emotional attachment, of course I'm staying with her. It's the past, right? It, right. Maybe you could have not, not known. Move on. If she's a sweetheart, stay with her and enjoy. It's so awkward, though, because if you know, you're know you with someone, and I agree with you, by the so way. You, okay, so I say date, date as well. We yeah. both say date. But I, I think it's hard because... Once you start dating someone, yes, and so let's say I'm dating you, Simon. Yes, Jordan is your best friend. Yes. Jordan and I hooked up back in the day. Yeah, we're both like, ooh, hey, we both know we hooked up. It's nothing. It was a one night, whatever. Maybe we're trying to find a way to tell you, but then it becomes even more awkward if you say something later, because now it seems very serious. Like I have to tell you, I slept with Jordan you know, three years ago. And you're like, why didn't you tell me right away? So it, there, I feel like there's never really a good time. But what happens if it comes up? Then well, it's really awkward. It's awkward, but the truth is still from before you guys were together. Right, and you just say it's, that. Like, if it does come up later down the road, you're like, listen, it was one time. We don't care. We're it, not there. And Exactly, and, and, and you move on. And, you know, you, you might, you know, get a pinch in your heart as a guy for about a week. Yeah, because you're thinking in the back of your head, well, they both plan to not tell me. They're maybe having a great laugh about this behind my back. And there is worse. As a guy, you start imagining the ooh-la-la with your best friend and your actual Which girlfriend. Which one's better? Yeah, or Who other was things. It? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but that lasts a week. I've been there. So, it lasts a week, and then you remember it was before... You know, I was with you, and that is the truth. And it's the same reason you don't discuss lovers and your your amount of times and all of that when you're with someone new. Because it's before them. You have to pretend like none of that happened. This is all new. Unless you guys are having an open discussion about stuff and nobody gets mad. Like, never discuss that. Never, ever. But answer answer honestly. If you're asked. If you ask, tell the truth. Yes. If you were to say to me, Angie, did you sleep with Jordan back in the day? I would say, yes, I did. Exactly. It was one time. He wasn't as good as you, Simon. He was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and then I would say she's she's she's, she's, she's full not, of it. yeah she's full of it and that means he was the biggest stud and we yes, know he yes, is that's right that's ever right. And, and you'd be like oh god what am I gonna do how now? am I supposed to live up to this ah yeah yeah and then I'd be like Simon it was so long ago but you know what we should do menage a trois just for old times no, sake wait, that's not no good. Well, it's really, your best oh, friend it's well, okay I'm not bringing my best your friend brothers in that menage a trois I feel tower we're all French hi ooh la la 
No, that's not good. Okay. Well, I wouldn't I, say I guess that. I'm a bit more of no, a romantic in a you way. You are romantic. You, know, you are romantic. Yes. And that I'm... Just, that's... I just have a horrible, dirty mind. We have a different view of the Eiffel Tower, Andy. We sure do. We sure do. <laughs> All right. Well, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Simonandangie.com is the website. <laughs> and we actually have an email from our listener, Lori. I wanted to read this to you, Simon, because I don't think people realize how awesome our website is when you go there. Okay. All the fun... You know, you can send us emails for advice and things like that, but you can also enter amazing contests, too. So let me tell you about this. Okay. Uh, Lori says, hi, Simon and Angie. Just wanted to say thank you. I listen to your show every night on my drive home from work. Mm -hmm. Back in late February, you advertised the Journey in Las Vegas flyaway contest. Oh, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I entered. I won, and we were there in Vegas on Mother's Day weekend. How cool is that? Fabulous. Yes. She said, we loved it. The concert was awesome. I can't wait to enter another giveaway. I never thought I'd actually win. This was the real deal. So sending a huge thank you for that. And Oh, thank you so much for that email. That makes us feel good. I just wanted to let people know, because a lot of times people are like, oh, I will never win that contest. We do so many radio contests, and people are like, there's so many people that listen. There's no way, and what are my odds? It happens. No, they're real. That happens, and yes. always somebody goes. Yes, so thank you, Lori, for thank sending that in. Thank you very much, in. and listening to us at night. Mother's Day in Las Vegas. I wonder if she went with, like, her husband or had, like, a crazy girls' maybe weekend. Maybe, or her mother oh. for Mother's Day. Yeah, maybe. That's nice. No, I mean, right? That's nice, probably, I guess. This is the last person I want to take to Vegas is my mom. Mother's Day, you're going to be Mom. Mom's like, oh, where's the buffet? Is there a stained glass museum here somewhere? Yeah, like, mom. Who would you take on Mother's Day? I mean... Mo- on Mother's Day? You Mother's mother? Day, you don't want to be around your kids or your mom. You just, like, have had enough and In you Vegas. want to relax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, thank you, Lori, for sending in that yes, email, though. There's, we appreciate it. Yes, I just want to let people know that at simonandangie.com, mm-hmm. you can find lots of good stuff like that. We'll be back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can call us up right now. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. We're talking love and dating and romance. And Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Hello, my love. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So I know you're single. You're looking for love. For love. And there's different ways to go about finding your love. A lot of people do the online dating. We know that's kind of a pain in the butt, as you've been discussing. Exactly. Not working for me. But it's summer now, okay? Mm -hmm. And we are in summer, and summer is the best time to find a new love. Do you know why? Why? It's because everybody's outside. And this is the face-to-face oh, meeting. That. Of course. Hello. Now we can meet people face-to-face and really get to get a sense of if so we're true. attracted or not. Because the online dating is hard. It's hard. Very hard. So That's there, true. It's a good point. Yeah. Summer, we meet face-to-face. You go outside. You're doing more active things. You know, you're, you're doing things that you're into. And you meet people in those same places. They have this great list on yourtango.com. Now that it is summer, the 10 ways to meet a quality Man. And Simon, I thought this would be helpful for you as well okay. so that you know where you should be hanging out and what you should be doing. Absolutely. I'm all ears. And I'm going to tell the women where to go to find you. How about that? <laughs> Please do. So this this works both ways because yes. if you're a woman, I want you to know these places to go mm-hmm. to find quality men. And if you're a man saying, oh, my gosh, I don't know where to meet girls, here's where you should be going. Here's where you should I be hanging out. I am all ears. Okay. I want to know those places. Okay, perfect. I have 10 things. Uh, some of these – actually – most of these things are great. I love all of them. So let's talk about that when we come back. Where do you meet that person? 
If you're looking, if you're trying, I'll tell you where next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Phone lines are open at 855-905-8255. Simon, you've, yes. been, ta- you've been talking this week about the online dating and how it's kind of not Didn't working. work out for me, no. Didn't work out for you, and you keep trying here and there, but now it's summer. Yes. And summer is the best time to meet people. Why? Because we're always outside. People are more happy. You got sun in your face. You got some vitamin D. You're going outside. So here's the top 10 ways to meet a quality guy or, you know, if you're a guy, listen to what I'm saying and maybe go to these places and the women will come and find you. How about that? Mm-hmm. Number one, walk your dog. Simon, I know you don't have a dog. Don't have a dog. But if you're going to a dog park in your neighborhood, I have dogs. I see single people all the time and you can use your dogs as a way to talk so to each other. So true. Yeah, I've you, seen it too. You get the dogs to play with each other. You're forced to talk to each other. How old is your dog? What's your dog's name? What a cute dog. Blah, blah, it's blah. It's a great starting, start of a conversation. If you have a dog, dog parks are the best. Number two, reading a book at the beach or the park. Reading a juicy novel is already fun, but holding a book makes it easy for a guy to approach and say, hey, what are you reading? I don't know. What do you think of that? I disagree with this one because if I'm sitting there reading a book by myself on a beach and some guy's like, hey, what are you reading? I'll be like, stop it. I'm reading my book. I'm in my moment. This is Fifty Shades. I'm trying to have my Christian Grey moment. Go away. Um, I like this one, Simon. Attend every party. Sometimes we get in the habit of saying no because we're busy, but parties are festive. Yes. Which makes people happy, which makes it easier to meet them. No more excuses. Just go. Somebody, I am all about the going to the party. Yeah, summer. somebody invites you to a barbecue. Somebody invites you to an event. You go. Who knows who you're going to meet? Absolutely. Enjoy outdoor concerts. Yeah. You like outdoor concerts. I do. I love concerts. Uh, many communities have outdoor concerts or, you know, like if your favorite band is playing somewhere, you look like you're enjoying the entertainment and, you know, dancing along, singing along to your favorite songs and your favorite band makes you look friendly and fun and approachable. No, absolutely. Uh, dining outdoors. Okay, I love this one because, you know, especially in Chicago where we broadcast from, a Mm -hmm. lot of restaurants have all the outdoor seating now, all the tables. Not only is it great to meet people that are dining around you, but you have the best view of the people watching, the people that come by. It's like you're a runway right there in your neighborhood. So true. People walking by and you can be like, ooh, la, la, look at this one coming up here. (laughs) I need to speak to her. And it's very French, you know, the cafe and sitting outside. Exactly. People, you know, watching and all that. People are happy. They're in the sun. Uh, Join a hiking or biking or kayaking group. Basically, something exercise outside. You could do these activities alone. Yep. They have a lot of singles groups that do things like this and you'll definitely meet new people. Who knows what you could find in common. I like it. Throw your own party. I love that one. And especially if you're single, Simon, I say throw your own party. And for all your married friends that are coming, I say tell them to invite one of their single friends that that they think might be good for you. That's a great idea. So then you get a bunch of singles in your home and you already have someone in common. You already have something to talk about. So That's a great strategy. Yeah. Ask them to bring a friend for you. Um, Hang out at a bookshop on a rainy Sunday. You know, sometimes in the summer, it's rainy. I love bookshops. I don't know what it is about bookstores. I I hope they never go out of business. I know they are a lot, but I find them so sexy in some way. Older Barnes and Nobles and stuff like that. I like to see what men are reading. It gives me an insight into who they are. 
It's ah. quiet. It's sexy. There's coffee. You know, I don't know. I like it's it. It's nice. I like it, too. Yes. Uh, stop by a coffee shop during the day. Businessmen hang out at coffee shops between meetings sometimes. It's a perfect opportunity to meet guys. Sip and smile. Be flirty, they say. And then the last one is listen to live music at outdoor bars. Um, mm. You know, just like anywhere outdoors where there's a big gathering of people, basically. Yeah. And everybody's having fun in these places. I agree with 100%. I mean, summertime, yes. it's on. So when are you having the party at your house where we all get to invite single friends? First of all, you're friends? always invited. I was thinking that, you know, we, maybe this boat we talked about, so I don't ah, know if it'll be at the house, the see, boat, because the, I think the boat is more, maybe more fun in the okay, summer. Okay, so we're going to go boating this summer. I'm going to rent this boat, You yeah. have to have your friends bring single people. Yeah. Because so, you're single. You like it? Well, I, I love it. You love it. I'm counting on everybody here and all other friends and other friends of mine. I'm making a bold prediction that by the end of 2017, Simon Marcel will be in love. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Please, God, listen. We got you. We got you. No, he's listening. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. More when we come back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can reach us anytime at simonandangie.com by email. We get a lot of requests, Simon, for people that need advice, love, dating, relationships. And a lot of people love your advice, Simon, because you are the romance expert. Uh, Thank you very much. And I I like your spice of reality, Angie, because sometimes I can get lost in my romance. Well, sometimes life is a little too real. And you're from France, and people love that advice. So let's go to a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Bonjour, bonjour. This one comes to us from Linda from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. She listens on Mix 106. Hey, Linda. She says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Linda. My boyfriend wants to join a poker league with his friends. I'm not thrilled about this for two reasons. They meet twice a week and they play for mm. money. I think twice a week is kind of excessive and I'm worried that he's going to lose. It's our money. It's not just his. How can I tell him that I think it's a bad idea without sounding like a nag? So she's mad about two things the time away from her mm-hmm. and the fact that he might blow all their money what should she do ah linda i think that you have to remember you guys are not married yet it's your boyfriend it's not your husband or your fiance mm-hmm. so it's still kind of his money number one uh it's both of their money though she says she They're says both? to me when you're not married or fiance it's hard to believe mm-hmm. that they're pooling all their money though maybe a lot of okay. times when people live together it's all together almost like you're married okay so right. she has a real little reason to be concerned. Okay, fair enough. No, I, I respect that. Okay. As a guy, I think that um, maybe twice is too much. I would compromise once a week. Once a week. Right? Once a week. So I would say, Linda, compromise for once a week and see how he does. Let's, let's give him a chance to be reasonable once a week. Angie agrees. I, I agree with your idea of the compromise on once a week. Who knows? Maybe he'll find that he's bored with it. Which, Maybe he'll find that he is losing and he doesn't want to keep losing. But I also think that, Simon, there's another yes. part of this equation, and I want to talk about that when we come back. Yes. Um, because my husband has a once-a-night date night guy with his guys. And, and I gamble? love Sometimes, but I want to talk about this when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking about your Bonjour Simon email that we got at simonandangie.com. Yes. Uh, Our woman Linda Linda from New Jersey who said, hey, my guy wants to join a twice a week poker night with his friends and we pool our money so she's worried about losing 
their money mm-hmm. together. She's mm-hmm. worried about him being twice a night, uh, twice a week is a lot. You suggested once a week. I think that's a great suggestion. I compromise for once a week. Yeah, I yeah. think, it's, and and see how it goes. You know, don't prejudge. You know, once a week right. seems to be fair. Once a week to start is good because I imagine the other guys in this league probably have wives or girlfriends too. They're like twice a week. Come on, man. And if it is the money together, do you think Simon? It would be a good idea for her to say, listen, let's put. If you're going to gamble and it's their money together, how about $100, you cap it at that, or $50, you cap it at that every time you gamble. So he's not going overboard. like Because you're doing a compromise, yes. and she's trying to give him the leeway to, hey, have your nights. That's cool. But then she has to also, for instance, give him a, a compromise about her spending. It can't mm-hmm. just be about his. So maybe it's a pair right. of shoes for her, maybe something else. Not, not, if he has an girls. issue with her, she has to be open about it too. Because yeah, when it comes to money, there's only there's only one kind of deal. It's called win-win. Mm. Well, both win in terms of they don't feel that one controls the other. Yeah, the controlling is bad. And that's why the win-win is where both agree to compromise. That's nicely. compromise. There's yes. a big difference between control and compromise. Huge, huge. And in a relationship, you have to have the latter. You have to have the compromise. Without a compromise, it's like, you know, it's rigid. It breaks. Yes. On so, the first, you know, storm. I like your advice, Simon. Once a week, let's just do a compromise and go from there, okay? Absolutely. Perfect. More of The Rendezvous. Thanks for writing in, Linda. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We did get an email earlier at simonandangie.com. It was mm. a bonjour Simon Marcel email. From the wonderful Linda from New Jersey. Right? Yeah. She was asking advice about her boyfriend. They pool their money together. They live together. She says, hey, he wants to go to this poker night twice a week with his friends. It's twice a week and it's our money. I'm a little bit nervous. We were talking about compromise. But, and, and that made me think of something I wanted to ask you um, since, you know, I'm single and you're married to Jason. Mm-hmm. How early on do you remember talking about money with him? So you guys... First they... date. You know why? What? First date. First date? First date because we were in a casino in Las Vegas and I saw his gambling. Yeah. For... We didn't talk about money together, but I was like, oh, you like to gamble. And he's like, oh, I love to gamble. My husband is a gambler. <laughs> He loves it. My husband gambles at casinos. My husband gambles horses, on horses. On... My husband gambles when he golfs with his friends. They golf on holes. Boxing they, games, no? bo- uh He'll gamble on different sports. Yeah. So he doesn't do boxing because he's a boxer, and he doesn't think that's ethical somehow. But okay. everything else is totally okay. ethical, right? Sports, yeah, okay. everything. But we talked about not—we didn't get into it. I just— made a mental note on our first date like okay he likes to gamble this might come up somewhere down the line it was a little it was a little red flag it was it was just a i take i took a note okay i I didn't think anything bad and i was with him at the tables i saw how much he was gambling i saw how much he was winning how much he was losing and so i was kind of like okay we're in las vegas though that's what you do when you're in las vegas it's okay how long before you really both outside of las vegas start talking about money when we moved in together. Before or when you were already in? Bef- uh, when we were talking about moving in together, that's when we started talking about finances. Who initiated the conversation? Honestly, it was both of us. It was like, hey. Do you remember it? I, I remember it because I do remember saying, hey, we need to talk about our finances if we're going to move in together. And I remember the very nights before we moved in together where we brought out every bill we have we sat at the kitchen table with a big mm-hmm. bottle of wine and we're mm-hmm. like, 
let's figure out what we each owe for bills, our rent, and blah, 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 what we're going to combine, and our budget, and uh-huh. what we can spend, and what we're comfortable with, and you know, hash this all out, and come out with a, a budget every month of what we want to do, money-wise. And, and learning from you, what advice would you give to somebody who's going to have this, this conversation? Like, what did you learn from that? You know what I learned from it? And this is a, that's a great question, Simon, because when we went into combining our bills, I had, I think it was an IRS. There was something with the IRS where I had some outstanding thing where Mm -hmm. I didn't notice my accountant screwed up or something. So I owed the IRS thousands, under 10,000, but it was thousands, enough to where he should know about it if we're moving in together because I'm going to be paying this off. What he did was the defining moment about our money conversations for life. And he said, we'll figure it out. Let's just plan a budget. This is our money together. There's going to be a time where I owe money for something, and we can't have it be my money, your money. If we're going to do this together, we're doing this together. And I was so scared to show him that IRS bill, but the way he handled it made all the difference in the conversation. And I think that's it. So if he would have come to me and been like, oh, my God, you owe $8,000 to the IRS. We're paying for a wedding. How Like, I would have felt horrible and then every time I had a bill for anything, I would have been scared to death to talk to him about it. So you've got to be open. And, hey, if it's I mean, a he pain in the butt, support. he showed me true support and true understanding because everybody gets in a pinch with money at some time in their life. And that was mine. And down the road, a few years later, he had one where uh-huh. I was like, we'll uh-huh. figure it out, babe. We got this. True support, true love. Angie. True support. And we got through it. We each helped each other. We come out fine. We're debt-free now, and it Fantastic. it took a long time, but we got there because we were willing to work on it and not judge. You know, things happen. I give him a lot of credit for that reaction yeah. on, on that day yeah. uh, when you showed him that bill. I just admire the uh, adultness. It was very adult. Very it, adult. It was such it was such a breath of fresh air. I was like, oh, made me love him more, honestly. But of course, yeah, it you did. Could, you could see you could count on him. That's a great question. A lot yeah. of a lot of. You know, we have to fights. talk about that. It's you a do. big issue. We receive email about that all the time. It's an unromantic thing to talk about in relationships, but it's a life necessity. And if yes. it's not discussed, it can cause bigger problems. Oh. It really ruined the romance. Absolutely. So. Always keep the lines of communication open. Mm-hmm. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening tonight, Simon. We had a great show. Talked about things that men do and women Mm -hmm. that come off as creepy upon first meet. (laughs) We had some great stories about that. Uh, Places to meet quality men during the summer. It's the summertime. Get out there and meet people. Mm -hmm. If you're in this rut where you're like, oh, I just want to be in a relationship. Hello. It's nice outside. Go outside. So true. Face to face. And then we had a great conversation about money in relationships and i was telling you about uh you know how jason and i my husband and i started that conversation and you had a great simon says during that yeah in, in that film conversation with jason your husband showed you such support i, I just said you know a, a true support equal true love and especially when it comes to money what's mine is yours and yours is mine your problem is my problem and my problem is your problem yes together we resolve things so true support equal true love. True support not is half true. the support, no. not seventy five percent. No, not and no judgment. No, no, no judgment. judgment. No, no and control. And that goes just more than money. You know, any problem that you have in life, you have to have true support and true no support. judgment. Absolutely makes you more open. Makes you the conversation easier. If you feel supported and not judge, everything you're, you're free is possible. to say whatever. Yes. yes. 
and, and we can work everything out. In the truth. Yes. yes. Uh, Simon, that was a great. Thank you, Simon Angie. says, I love that. And we'll talk more about that another time. I think actually yes. next show, I want to get back on that money conversation. Cool. It's a big deal. See all of uh, the Simon on In Bed with Simon episodes on, on our website. There's great new episodes, even yes. with, with my new outfit. Don't miss it. Vest or sweater or, or, <laughs> or you know, even nothing at all on. Nothing okay. at all. <laughs> no, Whoa. That was, that was Did we change In Bed with Simon? Have, I have to go check it out. We may change it for next season. Yes. No shirt anymore. I like it. That's up on our website, <laughs> simonandangie.com. I'm definitely yes. going to go look now. <laughs> Send us an email there anytime more when we come back next time on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.